Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the Donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Thank you for listening to Spirit-Filled Podcasts. Please visit Spirit-Filled Radio for more great programs. Welcome to Father Augustine and Friends. Father Augustine Puckner is a Norbertine priest and is the new host for Spirit-Filled Radio. Each week, Father invites his friends in ministry to sit down and have a discussion about all things Catholic. Expect to always feel part of the conversation as we dive in and explore our love of the faith. Here's Father Augustine. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Father Augustine and Friends. Thanks again for your support, always, for Spirit-Filled Hearts Radio, Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry, and for all the ways in which these shows are providing, hopefully, a great deal of inspiration for all of you. Uh, We are grateful to God, grateful to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, for all that we are able to share with you on these airwaves. I am joined again today by a previous guest, one of my novices from my days as the novice master working in formation at St. Michael's Abbey, Father Charbel Gerbovats. Welcome back, Father Charbel. Thank you, Father Augustine. Wonderful to be with you, my former novice master, my brother priest. Always great to share the good word and the good works that our Lord is doing in our lives and to praise Him and glorify Him. Amen. 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 We are going to do all of that in the time that we have together today. I'm going to begin, as we do, uh, with a prayer, but I'm going to ask uh, for all of you to join us in a special intention. A very dear friend, and in fact a relative of Father Charbel's, is suffering from cancer. Her name is Erin, Erin Vukovic, mother of six, wonderful, wonderful woman, and she was diagnosed not too long ago with stage four cancer. And uh, she is, is doing okay, but I think we are really in need of a miracle. And we've been praying for Erin now for weeks. Uh, I was able to see her the other day and spend some time with the family. But as we begin our prayer, I'm going to just ask all of you to join Father Charbel and I uh, in praying for this dear sweet soul, that God will heal her, that God will give her strength, uh, that God will give her family peace in this very, very difficult time for her. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, you are the giver of every good gift, and we pray for Aaron especially for that gift of healing and health. Grant us that miracle that we are praying for, especially through the intercession of St. Rita. May the family also experience the warmth of your love and the strength of your blessing in this difficult time. We know that there are many people that are joining us in our prayers for Aaron and for her family. Uh, May all that we do continue to be inspired by that trust and confidence. And uh, may your will be done, O Lord, as we know, uh, in our surrender to that beautiful way in which you continue to guide our lives. But if it truly be your will, uh, may you grant Aaron that gift of healing. And let us pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, health of the sick. Pray for us. Mary, mother, perpetual help. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
All right, thank you everyone for joining us in that special prayer intention. Father Charbel, yes, we uh, have discussed in a previous show uh, the wonderful time we've had together in formation. Father was one of my first full two-year novices and uh, now a priest for 15 years, Father Charbel. Today we're going to talk about Father Charbel's priestly ministry uh, and again how in many ways uh, we are so blessed as members of St. Michael's Abbey, as members of the Catholic Church, that uh, God has chosen us, unworthy that we are, He's chosen us as he's chosen all of our brother priests to minister to the people of God. And this show is itself, again, a really beautiful and unique part of my ministry now, these past few months when I've been doing the radio show. Father Charbel also has done some media ministry. We'll, uh, we'll get to that as well. But, um, Father, let's, you know, from, from Ordination Day, let's, let's kind of continue the story from there. Uh, I know you've been involved in a number of different ministries, and I'm sure the audience wants to hear all about them. <laughs> so take it away. So when I was ordained in 2005, my first assignment was to assist our abbot, Abbot Eugene Hayes, as his personal secretary. Oh, I remember that now. So yes, yes. He never had a secretary up until then, so I felt honored, and so that was just... You know, working with him, driving him around, being in the office, helping mm-hmm. out with paperwork, mm-hmm. uh, meeting people, bishops, and and that's where I really got to see, in a sense, how much the Abbey and the Abbot and all the conferences do. Yes. Because so many people call the Abbot and the Abbey needing help, either spiritual direction, canon law questions, yes. marriage questions, healing issues, sisters, brothers, families, lay people. Yeah. So that was really edifying to see the, the outreach that St. Michael's Abbey has. You know, for the rest of our community's history, you will have the distinction of being the very first <laughs> abbot secretary. I think that's, that's a really, it's an amazing gift, right? And so, and to put this into context, Abbot Parker, God rest his soul, he was a one-man show. Yeah. And it was very easy, you know, administratively in the yeah. 70s, yeah. when there was no internet, there was yeah. no nothing. I mean, he was doing, you know, typewriter, like an old-fashioned typewriter, yeah. not even an electric typewriter. He had like a manual typewriter that he would type out his own little notes, yeah. handwritten notes. That was the Abbott Parker method, yeah. right? He answered all of his own phone calls and his own time, you know, he got back. So, I mean, then the developments, of course, of communication and technology and everything else that Abbott Eugene has had to deal with. You have that <laughs> distinction, my dear brother. You are the first ever secretary to the abbot of St. Michael's Abbey. Thank you, and it's an honor for me to be to serve in that capacity, yes. to assist the abbot and the confers, and and it's, I think it, may, it was easier for for the abbot and for the confers because then there are so many of us, you know, we're almost a hundred, so it's nice when you have priests that would just contact the secretary when they need something from the abbot, mm. and then, you know, I could approach him at certain times and say, mm-hmm. these are various things, mm-hmm. and kind of help facilitate all of that, so that was great. And then while I was helping him as a secretary, I was also teaching uh, Jay Sarah. Yes, two classes, double duty. Yeah, double so. duty, multitasking. Yeah. Well, because you're that man of energy, <laughs> energy and intensity. <laughs> Father Charbel is the is go 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 one speed until we can get him to slow down a little bit. That's right. That's right. That was Father Gustin's job for eight eight years. Oh or yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow down. Just slow down. channel down yeah, yeah, a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah. Be okay. still here. Good. Okay, this We're is good. good. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, the service, not only to the abbot personally, but I think that's one thing that, that we all experienced uh, in that ministry, really. You were ministering to the whole community, taking that you know burden off of the abbot himself. And you're a people person, you're great, really, really good, 
sociable, well-connected. For all those reasons, I think that was a, a, a great, a great ministry. And again, a trailblazer, a trailblazer. Well, for me, it was wonderful having grown up in Orange County yes. and knowing LA pretty yes, well, yes, driving around yeah. places. For, and the, previous to that, he'd be doing confirmations on his own, getting all the oils, his crozier, right, right, investments, right, yeah, directions, yeah. Much, getting much, there. Too much. So it was nice just to too have much, somebody drive him so yeah. he can relax and right. prepare his homilies. Yes. And uh, you know the area, you know people. You know, priests, you know, religious, you know, seminarians, all yeah. the great. And multitasking, again, uh, and I know that, that this will be, again, for your teaching ministry, starting out at J. Sarah, yes? Yes. Okay. So I was the abbot secretary for six years, and then during that time, I was also teaching biology and religion at J. Sarah, which mm-hmm. was great in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we had time to, uh, to teach, and we're offering masses and retreats and kind of that well we were involved in JSR in three levels administratively with mm-hmm. Father Vincent as the rector mm-hmm. and then quite a few of us Father Damien myself Father David we all taught mm-hmm. and then we we're doing chaplaincy so yes. mass confessions retreat work sure. now it's just pretty much chaplaincy mm-hmm. you know and so that was great uh, meeting a lot of wonderful people through JSERA and then after that, I was asked to be the dean of our prep school at St. Michael's College Prep. St. Michael's. Yeah. Yes, which is, you know, on hiatus now, we could say, until we maybe raise that extra money and build that new facility at the, at the new Abbey property. But yes, go St. Michael's. Go St. Michael's. Yes. Club. So at the end of Father Claude and Father Brendan's time as deans. Two more of my former novices yes. who have been here. And of course, Father Brendan is still here at SJB. And Father Claude now is the new pastor at St. Peter and Paul Parish. Gosh, big things happening this summer. Yes. St. Peter and Paul. So when they finished their time as being deans, Father Benedict and I were the deans up at the prep school. Mm-hmm. And then I was dean one year with Father Allen, Benander, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. another one of your, yes, your all, novices. All of you, all of you are so. my, my, my boys. My generation. And that was great just being at the Abbey because you live at the Abbey and then you're working in the prep school. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is literally thing. like a 90-second walk. Exactly. Just right across the Abbey building. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Right across the driveway. And that was great just being a spiritual father and like a, you know, a father in many levels with the kids, teaching them, playing sports with them, taking them to the beach. We had surf club. So I would take him to San Clemente Beach, love Huntington it, Beach, love it, love it. get him in the I water. I think that's another way you're a trailblazer. <laughs> I don't think we ever had a surf club at St. Michael's Prep until Father Charbel was there. <laughs> so that was wonderful. And uh, we, started, uh, we started archery also. So yes. we're teaching recurve archery. We had a, a range set up at the prep school. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much fun because the boys could be boys. We also had... You know, at that time, airsoft wars and water wars mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all kinds of great things that young mm-hmm. men love to do. Mm-hmm. And as you know, with young men, you yeah. feed them and yeah. you run them. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I was going to say, and they need to do those things. Yes. They need those activities. So now, you know, reminding me, of course, of your time working with the prep school. Uh, it is it's such a beautiful and unique ministry in the fact that, you know, it was a boarding school. For the listeners who are not aware, the Abbey, at our former Abbey, we ran a prep school on the property, and it was a boarding school, all all boys, all boarding, right? Mm-hmm. So these uh, young teenage boys would come and literally live, like, at a monastery, mm-hmm. and they would participate in prayer. So always, you know, spiritual formation was the priority. And then educationally, and then all the other activities and sports, it, it really was, and, and it's 
just an amazing ministry that brought together so many elements of our life that we could then share with these boys in regard to their formation, especially again, spiritual, moral formation, as well as intellectually and otherwise. It was really, really a unique, unique opportunity for sure. And I think also something very unique, after teaching in our prep school, I was sent to our par- our other parish, mm-hmm. Saints Peter and Paul in Wilmington. Yes. And as our listeners may or may not know, um, Saints Peter and Paul in Wilmington and St. John the Baptist are two parishes that are quite unique mm-hmm. in the church where uh, here at St. John the Baptist we have Vietnamese Mass, we have yes, English we Mass, mm-hmm. we have Extraordinary Form, we have Spanish Mass. Yes, mm-hmm. Similarly at St. Peter and Paul we have a Spanish Mass, English mm-hmm. Mass, Extraordinary mm-hmm. Form, Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, both parishes have an adoration chapel 24-7, mm-hmm. people adoring our Lord in the Eucharist, mm-hmm. great ministries, mm-hmm. staffed by Norbertine, six are here, mm-hmm. four at Peter and Paul, mm-hmm. living that community life. And from the fruits of that community life and our efforts, we're trying to serve God's people and Mm -hmm. offer them confessions, counseling, Mm -hmm. um, formation, Mm -hmm. teachings, and many other opportunities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that teaching ministry, like, let's go back, Jay Sarah, and at the prep school, like at that high school level, that's a difficult age. What, What did you find, like, were the most, like, effective strategies? Because, again, to, to really get those you know kids fully engaged especially spirituality it must have been a bit of a challenge at times sure i think uh, when you're teaching being genuine being consistent being firm Mm -hmm. they they learn to respect that Mm -hmm. you know and they realize you really care about them Mm -hmm. you want you know we'd always tell them we heard to get you to heaven Mm -hmm. and help you grow in the three a's academically athletically Mm -hmm. and artistically Mm -hmm. and so that was really a wonderful moment because the boys are very, I think, edified by our community life. They see 30, 40 priests at the Abbey. Mm-hmm. They see them at Mass in the morning. Mm-hmm. They see them, you know, at the Abbey working and then uh, having a chance to go to Holy Hour every night, go to confession if they want every night. So I think that, that genuine care for souls and... Uh, as Father Gus and I would say, you know, are closing for their sakes, O Lord, quoting our Lord in John's Gospel. Absolutely. For their sakes, we consecrate ourselves. So. That has been our phrase for a long time. Yes. Right, absolutely. Yes. For their sakes. In all that we do, right? So that's yeah. just an, a little uh, a personal note that we can share with all of our listeners. So in terms of, you know, teaching, there's a long tradition in our order, right, of, of the teaching ministry. And for our founding fathers, may they rest in peace, they brought that really to Southern California from their, their you know, home abbey in Hungary. And for those who don't know the, the story of the founding of St. Michael's Abbey, you know, go to the Abbey website and read about our history. It's amazing. It's going to make a great film someday. Yes. I really think someone's got to write that screenplay and the story of the Founding Fathers. Their escape, like literally had to escape from Hungary after the communists uh, took over, closed the monasteries, and then their, their decision to, to come to the United States... And then, so, but they brought with them, again, that, that sort of commitment to teaching. And at the high school level, uh, started here in Santa Ana at Modern Day High School. That's really where the Norbertines first arrived. And that, that commitment to, to teaching in terms of all the ways, and most of our ministries have been involved in teaching. Even our two parishes yeah. have schools attached yes. to them. So, and what about the teaching ministry? Like maybe just for you, like personally, what have you found like most like fulfilling, uh, most gratifying? Again, you know, all glory be to God. 
but uh, you're you're good at it, and I can tell you love it, and you're you know you've <laughs> borne abundant fruit in the the lives of many young people. I think uh, one of the most gratifying things is the seeing the fruits of your labors later on, because mm-hmm. as teachers, a lot of times we don't see the effects and the immediate fruits. It's usually after yeah. they come back some years later, they come back and they visit, yeah. and you see how mature they are, mm-hmm. and they thank you, and they, they remind you of certain things that, that you taught them. They like mm-hmm. kind of tease you about it. and mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty, pretty f- very, very fulfilling there, seeing young men come back married, they have families, mm-hmm. they're practicing the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, some are discerning a vocation or have become... Mm-hmm become seminarians and so that's probably one of the most fulfilling things is just seeing the impact on their lives later on that these are young men that love God and that want to serve Mm -hmm. now Saints Peter and Paul maybe continue on with the the specifics about the ministry there this of course again for our listeners is it's still in Orbitine Parish this is where Father Claude is just now the new pastor it's in Wilmington so it's in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles it's not in the Diocese of Orange it's the other Norbertine Parish uh, which we have uh, had full care and responsibility. Our priests have been in residence full time since 2006. I yes. Believe. yes, yes. So that's a wonderful parish. Um, it's borders Long Beach, San Pedro. It's near Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, very beautiful Romanesque church. Lovely church. So so Lovely beautiful, church. and uh, they've kept it. You know, yeah. as when it was first made, and two blocks away uh, is the school. Mm-hmm. So the year President Lincoln was shot. Uh, I think that's 1864 or so. Mm-hmm. Our Saints Peter and Paul Church was there in Wilmington. Yeah, as is that, after the missions, it's the second oldest church after La Placita in downtown LA. I remember when they celebrated their 150th anniversary. Yes, their sesquicentennial. Yes, that's a big word. <laughs> Which I only learned because I saw it on their parish bulletin. Yes, exactly. Come to the sesquicentennial celebration <laughs> for St. Peter and Paul Parish. And as you know, uh, Father, um, the previous pastor, Father Peter Irving, yes. really built up that parish and begged the cardinal and the abbot in our community to take over that parish. Yes, when he was reassigned. Yes. Now at Holy Innocence in Long Beach. Exactly. Yes, but Father Peter, yes, he did so much good work there and he wanted that to, you know, continue on and stay strong so the Norbertines arrive. So we arrived and the reason why we took that parish is it was so close to Mary Star of the Sea mm-hmm. grade school and high school there in San Pedro where we've been there since the early 90s. I think yeah. Father Norbert was the first one that went mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. became the principal and now we have the high school there with Father Nick as director mm-hmm. and I think nine Norbertines mm-hmm. living at what's called the San Pedro Priory. Yes, It's a little monastery there on the grounds of Mary Star of the Sea High School. That used to be old Navy housing. The U.S. Navy donated that land mm-hmm. to the Archdiocese. Mm-hmm. So we built a little monastery there where mm-hmm. nine of us live and work and teach at Mary Star of the Sea mm-hmm. High School. Well, about three miles away is St. Peter and Paul Parish. Mm-hmm. So we have nine Norbertines in San Pedro um, at the San Pedro Priory, and we have uh, one living at Mary Star of the Sea Church. Father Raymond Perez is there mm-hmm. as a parochial vicar. And then, so there's 10 Norbertines in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Then there's four Norbertines living at St. Peter and Paul mm-hmm. Parish. Mm-hmm. Predominantly Spanish-speaking yes, in terms of the demographic of that area, right? But, uh, and then your particular, like, involvement, like, like what were, like, your favorite things that, that you were doing there? Well, I was in charge of our school, our parish school, and my favorite thing was something we started called First Saturday Soccer. I love it. Well, you do play soccer pretty well. (laughs) 
And you know, in the Hispanic culture, soccer is king. So mm-hmm. it was wonderful because every first Saturday in honor of Our Lady, we would prob- we would have mass in the morning at the school. Yes. Then at 10 a.m., we'd play soccer till noon. At noon, everything would stop. Soccer, volleyball, whatever, frisbee. Everything would stop, and we'd all come together as a family and, and have lunch. Yes. We'd invite anybody. Anybody was welcome. Off the streets, public school kids. That was a day for the community to get together and just be community, love each other. We'd, I would always say, first we're going to pray, mm-hmm. and then we're going to play. Yeah, and then eat. And eat, exactly. That's another big three. Yes. We love things in threes. Amen. Yeah, Amen. So, absolutely. And for me, that was a great outreach to not only the people of Wilmington, but also the the police officers. We invite them over. We we challenge them in a game of soccer. How great is that? So like twelve LAPD guys and gals came out for a wow. soccer game. See, and that was a great. You know, they actually they said that was their best community event. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was telling the kids, these are good people to know. It's good to know that these police officers are normal people. They have families. Yeah, they absolutely. put their life on yeah. the line for yeah. you. They when do. you're in trouble, who do you call? Yeah. There you go. No, that's good that they have that kind of familiarity, a kind of, you know, yes. a casual connection with those who are so important in the service that they give. Good. And that was an opportunity to really get to know the parents. Sure. Because, as you know, when, uh, it's really about knowing the families. And mm-hmm. we're so blessed to be able to administer the sacraments, mm-hmm. to bless their homes, mm-hmm. to visit their sick, mm-hmm. to be present to them in good times and in bad, mm-hmm. and then also to have fun. And they really appreciate that. And you know, it's been three years since I've been there, and I I mm-hmm. go back often, and yes. they always yeah. say, "When are we going to play? When are we going to play?" Oh. And so, hopefully, soon we're going to do the, we'll do another first Saturday soccer to to pray and play. Yeah. Well, and this reminds me of uh, a theme that that Father Damien mentions often, and it really is part of the the Saint Michael's Abbey spirit. It's about relationships, yes. but in a spiritual sense, right? It's about our relationship with God our relationship with each other as brothers at the Abbey and in our community in God, and it's relationships with those that we serve. I think that's just a strong, really, you know, powerful element of, of like, the Norbertine ministry. We're not just there to, like, just do our work, not just offer the sacraments. It's like, I can't believe I even just said that. But it's more than that, and it is a commitment to establish relationships with people that bring them into a meaningful relationship with God and with the Norbertine community and with others at a parish, at a school, wherever it may be. The gift of being able to establish and strengthen those relationships, I think, has, has borne abundant fruit, obviously, for the Abbey community. And, uh, and maybe now you can talk about like your work in development, because that, I mean, we built a new Abbey from the ground up. I mean, there was nothing there but dust and dirt. And now we're living in an abbey that like was what, like one hundred and twenty million dollars, yes, or something. And Father Charbel, for our listeners, uh, was very much involved and still is in in the development, which is more than just raising money. Let's be clear about that, right? It's not just fundraising, because again, and and really for any uh, successful project that the abbey has, you know, kind of undertaken, even things that do require, you know, money. It's still first about relationships, because through relationships, that inspires people to be, you know, generous in every way that they can be. Yes, and so for three years, I was part of our development team, mm-hmm. working with Father Justin Ramos and Shane Giblin, our 
advancement officer, and that's been an opportunity to build relationships, mm-hmm. to welcome people to the Abbey, to thank them, to give them an opportunity to help support us, mm-hmm. because it's really a sign of hope. In these difficult, confusing, trying times, Crazy, crazy. St. Crazy Michael's crazy. Abbey is, thanks be to God and the Blessed Mother, where it's a beacon of light, of it hope. Is. It is. And a refuge. Amen. A refuge and a beacon of light. Yes. Absolutely. So it's been a joy in that, in that aspect to... Uh, and even in the Gospels, I think about 15% of our Lord's words in the Gospels are about money. Mm-hmm. The parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the occasion of the widow's might. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's the occasion where they approached Jesus and said, This Gentile helped build our synagogue. Mm-hmm. Could you come and heal right. his child? Sure. You know? And mm-hmm. so there's that notion of like, wow, mm-hmm. our Lord even recognizes the importance of of helping to build a synagogue. And he sure. prayed in the synagogue and yeah. the temples. Yeah. And so there's that notion of providing a place for us to pray, to worship God, to welcome young men. Mm-hmm. And if we take one step back, St. Michael's Abbey, during the last 20 years, has been blessed to really provide an avenue for young women also to become cloistered Norbertine mm-hmm. canonesses mm-hmm. and, as you know, active Norbertines here at St. John the Baptist Absolutely. and St. Peter and Paul. We love them. They, are, so, they have added so much to our community. They really have. As well as our lay order, yes. families that want to be a part of the Abbey once a month getting together. Mm-hmm. So you have this lay order of families, a second order of sisters, cloister and active, and of mm-hmm. course the priests and the seminary in St. Michael's Abbey. So when we look back and say, wow, we acquired this land, about 320 acres. We built this new monastery and seminary and convent and a retreat house. Mm-hmm. So now people are coming up to the Abbey to make a retreat. We mm-hmm. have room for about 16 people mm-hmm. for them to come and pray with us, make a retreat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... The work and development has been wonderful, wonderful, building relationships and also ministering to people that otherwise we wouldn't minister to. Right, right. So it's about relationships and helping them to be generous. and Right. Yeah. So, and I know sometimes when people are approached as potential benefactors, they, as you just mentioned, they become people that we minister to. Yes. And that, I've seen that, and I've, I've been part of that in some... Now, and then it, it's, you know, then you're, you're, you're baptizing children. You're doing their weddings for their kids or, you know, the grandchildren. And, you know, you're ministering to these people in all different ways, uh, and they become far more than just benefactors. We are able in our priestly ministry to give back so much to these people when, you know, I mean, and those are, those are like pleasant surprises yes. sometimes in our ministry, in our relationships. Uh, and all that is, is, again, the providence of God and, and, you know, our commitment to building those relationships that have God at the center and, and the church and her mission very much at the heart of what we do for them as well as what they have done for us. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah and that's been in, not only at the Abbey, but same thing in our parishes. Sure. You know, when I was at St. Peter and Paul, I would call the benefactors, I would explain to the kids that these are our guardians. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the year, we have a mass just for the benefactors. They right. sit in the front row, and I would try to explain to kindergartners and third graders, oh, grade so school cute. kids, so cute. these are our guardians. They help so provide cute. a place yeah. for our school. They support the school. Yeah, and little, look at them. And, those little faces in the pews. Yeah, and, and oh, for the benefactors to see the so kids, cute. see the fruits of these yeah. young you know, children growing up with the faith. Yes. And so 
you know, thank God and the Blessed Mother for everything that they are doing through the generous souls that pray for us, that support us financially, mm-hmm. that offer their sacrifices for us, that mm-hmm. are the recipients of the various ministries that we're involved in. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, a really beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Lastly, social media ministry. You have become, like, in a certain sense, like the face of St. Michael's through your Instagram and, uh, and the other videos that you were doing so regularly. That was really, really great. Kind of tell us in the audience kind of how all that developed. Sure. Shane Gillen, our uh, director of advancement, approached me and said, would you start our Instagram channel? And I just said, sure. What does that mean? Well, just post something <laughs> like that. as often as you can, once a day or every other day. And then they asked me to go live once a week. So I was doing yes, uh, about a year yes, and a half Instagram yes, live at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights, absolutely. And yeah. it's wonderful. It's so easy. You set up your camera. And then that was, I was doing the same thing you're doing. I yeah. invited all these conference, Father Sebastian, yes, Alan, Damien, yeah, yeah. you know, inviting the, uh, the our, our Abbey dogs to do a program with me. You Milo did and do Gracie. the dogs. You had the dogs. That's yeah, right. They stole the show. Yeah. Well, as dogs usually will on social media, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's been really a great avenue to uh, to minister because we know it's so convenient to to uh, use social media as a means of bringing the good word that Christ has risen, mm-hmm. that your suffering has meaning, mm-hmm. uh, to present good Catholic teaching, mm-hmm. and hopefully relevant topics that people are edified and they have mm-hmm. questions about mm-hmm. spiritual warfare, how to grow in holiness, mm-hmm. um, other aspects of All our right. faith. And, uh, you know, for our listeners as well, we have, like, the Abbot Circle. Yes. You know, the, the Abbey, I mean, in the last few years, it's been amazing how, like, the, the advancement team and the development priests have, have come up with this, like, amazing videos and talks and, you know, social media presence. Uh, this is definitely, like, so 21st century. It's like, so, like, I never would have thought, even, like, my little radio show, and, you know, I do use social media as a communication tool, and it, 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 it assists in ministry. I mean, it really yes. can. It's not all bad. I mean, there is. You got to, you know, really be very, very careful and judicious and moderate. But it's, it's again, for our community and for our parishes, too, it's a, it's a communication tool, which I think uh, can be very effective and, and very fun, too. Yeah. And for our listeners, what can give them the Abbey's website? Where can they get all this amazing information? Yes. STMichaelsAbbey.com. STMichaelsAbbey, like all one. Yep. STMichaelsAbbey. Father, would you be so kind as to lead us in a closing prayer for all of our listeners today? Sure. Let us recognize the majesty and the power of our God as we pray a glory be together. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To the session of Blessed Virgin Mary and all these and the saints, may God bless you, defend you from all evil, and to fill you with the greatest gift, God the Holy Spirit. In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. And go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you all. You've been listening to Father Augustine and Friends right here on Spirit-Filled Radio. If you have any questions or comments for Father, please send an email to info at spiritfilledhearts.org. That's info at spiritfilledhearts.org. Have a blessed day. And until next time, we are one heart and one mind on our way to God.
If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.